This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We've been taught that having negative emotions is bad, but feeling angry, sad, or overwhelmed is normal. Visit betterhelp.com super and learn to process those difficult emotions. This video contains spoilers for Thor Love and Thunder. Hey, brother! Okay, guys, remember early on in Thor Love and Thunder when he's traveling around with the Guardians of the Galaxy and trying to figure out, like, who he is? And then he starts meditating under that big tree and, like, plants Stormbreaker in the ground. But then Quill comes up and asks him for help in the battle they're having, and when he pulls Stormbreaker up, there's, like, roots growing out of the bottom? Or as I like to call them, Groot. <laughs> That's a joke that'll make sense as like soon as the next sentence. And it sort of gets played off as a laugh in the moment. Like, oh yeah, remember how Groot cut his arm off and that's the handle of Stormbreaker and Stormbreaker's handle's actually a tree? <laughs> but like, it started growing roots. Roots, you guys. And it's like, it, it it is a part of Groot. So if he had left it planted in the ground long enough, could Stormbreaker grow into another Groot? or anything, but I'm having an amazing hair day. <laughs> right. Okay, let's talk about Groot's journey through the MCU thus far, because he's kind of a unique character in several different ways. Groot is what is known as a Flora Colossus, and his species is native to the planet X. Or in other words, entirely created by someone who writes comics. It kind of feels like they forgot to fill in this little part on his little data sheet here, but whatever. But as I'm sure you have gathered, they are a humanoid sentient tree species. And when we first meet Groot, he is a fully grown member of his species and arguably at the most powerful we've ever seen him. Fully grown in Guardians 1 is when he absolutely has access to the most number of his insane list of powers including extending basically any appendage to an unknown length, growing vines out of anywhere on his body, almost any form of body manipulation. I mean, he literally turns himself into a ball at one point. Not to mention he's insanely strong, durable, and can grow any number of leaves, flowers, and bioluminescent spores from himself at any given moment. Honestly, kind of OP if you ask me. It's probably a good thing they like reset him down to a baby for the second one because I'm not even sure he needs the rest of the Guardians. Also, also that gave us a ba baby Groot, which is like the most adorable thing ever, so yay. Interestingly though, baby Groot is actually not the same character we saw in the first Guardians movie. According to Guardians director James Gunn, he's more like a son of adult Groot from Guardians 1 and has no memories of anything that adult Groot ever did. Which is kind of crazy because it means adult Groot's death is one of the more permanent deaths we've ever seen in the MCU. And honestly, I'm starting to think staying dead is one of the more impressive things you can do in this universe because everyone else just keeps coming back. I mean, heck, even Groot's reborn son, teenage Groot, dies at the hands of the snap, only to come right on back. Well, I mean, I guess not right back, like five years past, but you know what I mean. Point is, I think adult Groot deserves a moment of silence. And it's over. Because honestly, that's about how long they let the idea of Groot actually being dead take root in your brain. Is there a there? I am Groot. Guys, let me tell you something you may have heard from me before. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. But one thing I have not talked enough about recently, 
tacos. That's right. If you're whipping up tacos this summer, you need to check out that HO box from Bespoke Post. A beautiful mortar and pestle, a stainless taco holder, a DIY hot sauce kit. I mean, come on. And I'm so excited Bespoke Post is today's sponsor because one of their boxes, the Rooted box, goes so perfectly with today's video. Rooted is a box that features a low maintenance plant. Yes, a plant comes in the mail to you, along with its very own perfectly fitted handsome vessel. Sadly, it doesn't come with its own hammer, but you can still plant one in there if you wanted to. I mean, I certainly tried. But seriously, I cannot tell you how this box literally transformed the landscape of our office. We used to have zero plants in the office, and now we have an entire wall of plants, all inspired by the one plant we got from Bespoke Post, which we have lovingly named Riles Jr., who has its own Instagram page, by the way, go follow. But if you don't like plants, don't worry. Bespoke Post has all kinds kinds of boxes of awesome to fit any lifestyle. Like you could also grab this fancy UV sanitizing kit in the cleanse box or this hemp infused self-care kit in the melt box. They really have something for everyone. Plus they release new boxes every month. It's free to sign up and you can skip or cancel anytime. And for our viewers, you can get 20% off your first box when you go to boxofawesome.com and enter the promo code super at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code super at checkout for 20% off. One more time, boxofawesome.com, promo code super link is in the description down below. Adult Groot dies, of course, after forming a protective shield around the rest of the Guardians as they are crashing onto Xandar and saves all of their lives in the process. They then quickly defeat Ronan with the dance-off to save the galaxy, and then almost immediately we see Rocket gather up one of the sticks from Groot, plant it in a pot, and it's just yawning right back to life as baby Groot. So adorable. That Groot, of course, eventually grows up into Teen Groot, who is a pain in the acorns, if you know what I mean. Actually, I'm not even sure if I know what I mean. Sorry if that was vulgar. But eventually he comes around and sacrifices his own arm to form the handle of Stormbreaker. Of course I say sacrifice, he can grow his arms back like that, so. Whatever. But actually, yeah, as far as I was concerned, he just grew his arm back and that was sort of it. End of story. But then in Love and Thunder, we see Thor plant the ax in the ground and when he pulls it up, there's roots. This is a bad representation because this is a toy and it doesn't have roots, but just imagine. Which as far as I'm concerned, absolutely means that arm is still alive and absolutely could grow into another Groot, which would then actually be like a whole third Groot. And I guess sort of the grandchild of original adult Groot. Honestly, the real question is, if that happened, what part of the Groot would the ax be? Like it came from an arm, so would it also just be an arm, but instead of a hand, he'd have Stormbreaker for a hand? I mean, it feels like that makes sense, but then on the other hand, or well, not hand, I guess, hold on. When we see baby Groot growing in the pot, it's his head that comes out of the ground first and what's in the pot and his roots ends up being his legs. So would the ax be his head? And if so, which would be the face? Like the flat side? or the sharp side. Personally, I'm on team sharp side is his face. Like this is his nose more or less. Like, do you see it? You get it? I mean, I guess this side he'd have like more room for facial features, but look, this is just, this screams nose. Actually though, this is something to consider. It is possible that unbeknownst to us, the handle has already started becoming another Groot. In fact, one of the running gags in Love and Thunder is that Thor is really jealous of the relationship between Jane and Mjolnir, and as a result, Stormbreaker starts misbehaving and acting the part of the jaded lover. What? What? It's true. 
Stormbreaker's feelings are actually so genuinely hurt that they cannot rely on the axe to bifrost them around the galaxy like Thor normally would. Instead, they have to hook Stormbreaker up to their goat boat and I guess take the scenic route where uh, presumably they found lots of really delicious tasting honey, probably, right? But that's the thing. It has feelings. We even see Stormbreaker move on its own accord at one point, just like lurking up on Thor like, yo, hey, I'm still here, bro. Yeah, I see, I see you, I see you, okay? I'm not ignoring you, I'm filming a thing. It's about you. Thor even addresses Stormbreaker as if it's a living being and is constantly having to reassure it that, yeah, we're still good, we're still good. Now, to be fair, we do also see Thor talk to Mjolnir in the same way, but Mjolnir never acts the way Stormbreaker does. I mean, at one point when Thor is talking to Mjolnir, he does accidentally enchant it to protect Jane, which is how she's able to lift the hammer later on. Accidentally. <laughs> and Jane does describe it as if Mjolnir was calling out to her, but I would still interpret that as a magic object acting according to the enchantments placed upon it rather than Mjolnir itself having a personality. Like in Thor 1, Mjolnir's not just sitting in the desert ignoring Thor because he's not worthy enough yet. Actually, on that note though, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about this. Like, do you think Jane could have lifted the hammer either way or is it only because of the enchantment or was she actually worthy? Stormbreaker is not like Mjolnir in this case though. It genuinely has its own personality and can even act on its own. Which is like, how? Why? That's not usual for a weapon. Is it? Answer, no, it's not normal. The reason it's able to do that is because it is a living, intelligent group that if Thor plants in the ground, is gonna grow into a pretty deadly tree with an ax for a nose. That can also travel anywhere in the galaxy at will and has the powers of Thor. What do you think it would go by if that happened? Like sto Storm, Groot, Groot, Breaker? Oh, Groot Breaker, that's way better. I am Thor, Thor. Except of course he couldn't talk at all because his mouth would be an ax, which means that somehow they would have found a way to make Groot's vocabulary even smaller. Although I'd like to think that if that was the case, they'd still pay Vin Diesel to come into the recording booth and just stand there and say nothing. Which by the way, I looked this up making this video. Did you know Vin Diesel has made $54 million voicing Groot? Jeez. Anyway, let's get back on track because I know what you're thinking. Jay. Uh, Stormbreaker's handle isn't the only remnant of Groot out there. Wasn't there an entire circle of his remains on the surface of Xandar after they crash landed there? Does that mean there's like a whole forest of Groots growing outside of the city? And honestly, Yes, I think that is almost definitely the case. I mean, heck, earlier this year, my kids have this sensory bin made out of beans and I just spilled some into the dirt next to my sidewalk. And like a week later, I had bean sprouts. And these aren't exactly beans we're talking about, guys. They are sentient trees capable of growing out of a single twig. And just like, look how many twigs of original Groot are on the ground here. Like there is just no way that at least a single, if not many more of these didn't take Groot. See what I did there? Honestly, I've been pining to make that joke the whole video. <laughs> no, sorry, I'll leave it alone. I'll start branching out. But so does that mean there are more of Groot's race down on Xandar? Sadly, I actually don't think so. I think that started to be the case, but 
Thanos. It's always but Thanos. We only get a short line about it, but Xandar is where the Guardians left the Power Stone at the end of Guardians, and it stays there all the way up until Ragnarok. But once Asgard falls, Thanos quickly invades Nina Valir and forces them to make the Infinity Gauntlet for them. And once he has that on hand, he heads straight to Xandar, where he immediately wipes them out and claims the Power Stone. So, even if there were Groots down there, they probably just all got wiped out again. Or, I guess since it is Thanos, maybe he only would have killed half of them? But even then, the remaining half would have gotten snapped out of existence later in the movie when he finally completes the Infinity Gauntlet, so, um, 25%? Survivor rate. Although, although, actually, actually, if we're being real, even if he wiped out 100% of them the first time when he invaded Xandar, they'd all just start growing back again, wouldn't they? So then, is it possible that at this point, Xandar is like, mostly populated by Groots? I don't see any way around it. And like, they don't have any memories of the past Groots that came before them. So as far as they would be concerned, they'd be like a brand new race of creatures. I wonder if that means they would say something different or they'd still be limited to I am Groot. Sounds to me though, like they would definitely be in need of a God. Now, if only there were any worthy candidates. Ben, my question for you and everyone else is, what do you think? Could Stormbreaker grow into a full-on Groot? And more importantly, where would the axe be? Let me know all your thoughts in the towel section down below. Guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that bell. If you want to see more Thor action from us, you can check out our full review of Thor Love and Thunder right here. But otherwise, until next time, Ben, I will see you in the Life Brothers.